You are listening to the Source Connection Podcast, an ongoing invitation to remember your true infinite nature and embody your unique human expression by holding space for the kind of conversations that uplift, inform, and unite us. We are here to amplify the field of possibilities and explore the keys to creating the new. Hosted by Liz B. and Tara Long. For more, check out thesourceconnection.us, Spotify, Odyssey, and YouTube. Hello, welcome friends. I'm Tara Long here with my co-host Liz B. We are the Source Connection. Welcome back for um, a very special episode with our very special guest, Janissa Washington, which I will introduce her after we do our thing, which is to um, relax for a few minutes, for a few moments together, to, to bring ourselves here to this moment, to really bring ourselves here and be present together. So wherever you are, if you can, just stop or pause if you can sit, if you can lie. That would be wonderful. Just joining us for a few moments, closing the eyes. And just bringing yourself, bringing all of yourself to this moment together. Feeling yourself in your body, really feeling what that feels like to be in your body today. It can be different every day, every minute even. What does it feel like right now? Is there anything going on? We're just noticing here, just bringing awareness. There's no need to change or fix anything right now. Just come as you are. Noticing anything in your emotional body, mental body. Just letting it be. And see what it feels like to deeply accept all that is in this moment. What does it feel like to deeply accept yourself right now, just as you are? And to deeply love yourself as you are right now. Bring awareness to your breath, moving in and out, nourishing you, giving you everything you need. Feeling that connection with the deepest sense of you 
deepest sense of you, whatever that feels like to you in this moment. Allowing yourself these few moments of silence and stillness to remember. To feeling the connection and the threads to each other, to each other's hearts. We're together for a reason right now in this moment. Thank you for sharing this time with us. can feel yourself moving around if you'd like and opening your eyes if you'd like coming back to the space that you're in wherever that is all right friends so we have Janissa with us today we're so delighted um Janissa grew up in an ashram community in the presence of an enlightened spiritual teacher where the wisdom of East and West harmonized in a rich tapestry of vibrant living. And I can't wait to hear about that. <laughs> Her international travel and exposure to rich culture, di uh, diversity nurtured her deep appreciation and value of others. Years of partnering with education educators in the holistic Waldorf education model broadened her view of educational values for herself and her three children. Uh, recently, she created an alternative learning pod. This creative model integrates heart, head, and hands um, and can eventually serve as an innovative model to expose children to humanity science in the younger years instead of only later in the college years. She has a former nonprofit called the Impact Circle, which we can talk about. Janissa, as a vital change agent and influencer, stands prepared to share her zest for life with others. Her loving proximity empowers others to stand tall in whatever their life path and go forward with dignity, courage, and purpose. Janissa is on a quest to bring people together and build community and love through sacred conversations. And sacred is an acronym, which we will talk about. There's so much to talk about. Janissa, thank you so much for being with us today. <sighs> Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, I would love to start wherever if you want to you want to um expand on anything that I just shared there or, or how you got here, you know, how where how did you start? I know you started an ashram. Was that a big part of how you got here today? And yeah. Definitely. Um my name is pronounced Janisa. Oh, Janisa. I'm yes. sorry. It's like Jen and Lisa. Don't be sorry. <laughs> Janisa. Yes. yes, thank you, my dear. Yeah. Um, 
the the journey to this place i'm 54 now in january and i've been doing a lot of consulting with myself but with others especially at this time when we are looking at education we're looking at new earth right we're looking at new opportunities to imagine love, the practice of love, the practice of kindness, the practice of creating from that place. Mm -hmm. And um, so a lot of reflection. And so to answer your question, I am the sum total of all of my experiences, right? I love how you started us off Tara, with uh, centering ourselves, becoming present, uh, plugging into each other, right? And to the audience, to the listeners, we are energy, we are spirit. These bodies are really just the outfit, (laughs) Mm -hmm. not the totality of our being. And so it is just that simple to take some breaths and to really follow that breath, which is where it all begins. <laughs> Without the breath, we really don't get the opportunity to do all these extraordinary things. So I thank you for that. I feel so in tune to you guys and so grateful to be here. Mm-hmm. And that is also the same um way that I can answer your question. I am all of the experiences of the past, um, looking at those experiences to look at what works, look at how greatly I've been supported, and that is the obstacles and challenges, as well as the great achievements. And being present to that in the right now will create tomorrow. So, oh my gosh, the ashram, I was 13 years old. My mother is a wonderful being. I was raised by some powerful women. The Mm -hmm. first image of entrepreneurship came at the hands of my grandmother. She was a gospel singer. She was a business owner. She had a a beauty shop business that she ran outside of her house. Um, She was always immaculately dressed and she loved God. She had no problems talking about her connection to God, to something greater than herself. Mm -hmm. And um, she birthed my mother, only child. And my Mm -hmm. mother was uh, a young person when she had me. And uh, she made a choice to have me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And we had been on this, and because she was young, she'd been on this journey of self-realization from a young age. And my grandmother, being a Baptist, you know, a staunch Baptist person, you know, immersed in the church because of her connection to God, spirituality, and music. My mom had questions. She questioned the integrity. She questioned Mm -hmm. the hypocrisy. And it was confusing to her as a young person. And uh, so she went on a quest with four little ones in tow. Wow. (laughs) Yes. So I think my mom was 17-ish or so when she had me. By the time she was 24, she had four children married at that time. But really looking at her life and what what is possible. So mm-hmm. transcendental meditation, becoming mm-hmm. a vegetarian, following Dick Gregory's, uh, you know, eat right for your life, like so much. Mm-hmm. We 
exposed to Pan-Africanism. We went to a church, the Black Christian Nationalist, just to give you a few examples of this journey, right? Mom was committed to Mm -hmm. understanding the possibilities and also breaking outside of what her mother and her grandmother and her aunts, you know, the influencers in her life told her was the way to believe, feel, and think. And she thought, I, I want to discover that for myself. And youth was on her side. Right. <laughs> because she was young, she really had no commitments uh, or no, the four agreements speaks about this, you know, the, uh, this, the dream of the society, right? The dream, someone else's dream, your cultural dream, your family dream. She really wasn't committed to that. And so ah, she went on a yoga retreat. She had a radio show like you guys, if it was no <laughs> podcast back then. Yeah, just, yeah. A, right? She had a radio show. And mind you, I was in Houston, Texas. All of this was happening in Texas, where I was born and grew up till I was 13. And so she was doing yoga. She was looking at transcendental meditation. She had a radio show uh, called Body, Mind, and Spirit. And that led her to all of these different people, uh, thoughts and conversations and opportunities to expand her spiritual experience. And as the children, we went along with it. I'll cut to, she went on a yoga retreat with three very, two very dear friends. And the yoga retreat was in Agora Hills and it was on an ashram, the Vedantic Center. And the guru was Alice Coltrane. We know her as Swami Turiya Sangitananda. Yes. And uh, (laughs) after that experience, she came back transformed. She really Mm -hmm. understood that spirituality is self-realization and to understand your divine connection to all. And Swami Ni in that ashram with people from all around the world were exploring what that means. So meditation, uh, service to others. There was a real practice and real steps and she was an exemplary example Mm-hmm. of her devotion to God, her spiritual practice, and her commitment to that. And so mm-hmm. our family was accepted to come and live on the ashram and to study these teachings and to grow up in that space. Mm-hmm. Wow. A lot. That's beautiful. <laughs> <No>. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, right. my, my heart. So, yeah. So full. Right. I feel so full already just by this, no. the threads of this. And the beautiful thing, too, that you guys ended up with Alice Coltrane and the 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 weaving with the music with your grandma. Just, oh, my, it's just so beautiful. <laughs> and oh. I left out part of my mother's journey. She, too, is a singer. So oh. singer, songwriter. She sang background with uh, Ray Charles. She met my stepfather, who was the music director for Ray Charles. So can you imagine Alice Coltrane, who is a um, phenomenal um, musician, harpist, pianist herself. So what the kirtans and the budgets were like with my mom and my <laughs> stepfather and my grandmother, she left Houston, Texas and said, I can't be away from my only child and my grandchildren. Mm-hmm. She came to visit us in service and said, listen, 
this is not the Baptist church, but I recognize God in oh, this. Yes. I recognize yes. the yes. opportunity mm. and to be in service through music and to wow. hear what the guru is not only saying, but representing. Okay. And my grandmother, she's the litmus test of all litmus tests for me. She is <laughs> a, it is what it is. <laughs> She would always say, forgive grandma if I'm saying, if I'm, if, if this doesn't resonate with you, but I got to say what is so. So for her to come into that space yeah. and to really feel what was happening and that it was in alignment with what I knew she had a divine connection with source um, was incredible. So the music, the music was the ministry part of it. <laughs> Totally. Mm. I at 13 didn't understand what the Holy Ghost is or feeling overwhelmed, right, by something outside of myself that brought tears, that brought joy. And mm-hmm. so he took us on that journey through music mm-hmm. and through the message of love that she was the conduit, the downloader, the receiver of. Mm-hmm. And that that was that was my informative year. So when I say I'm the t- sum total in the right now with you guys of my life experiences all of it has me here and it's all connected just as you pointed out Liz right it's all connected and um so here we are in this time able to look at with a discerning heart what we can contribute I don't want to say what is needed but what we can contribute and what resources, skill set, tools, and community do we have in order to make that contribution? And most importantly, is it in alignment with the divine manifestation, with the divine plan, right? (laughs) We didn't make the plan. I didn't make the plan. I don't make the flowers grow. I don't, you know what I mean? I'm not doing the job of the sun or the work of the moon. So there is a greater plan that we, as these beautiful human beings, are a part of and connected to. So that's what this journey is for me. (laughs) And it it comes in all of these different things. It comes in the form of being a mother and family. It comes in the form of faith, as I'm just sharing with you guys, not being afraid to talk about my spiritual connection and my faith in a higher, greater power. And also fashion. I I used to be, I was a clothing (laughs) designer. I've been a songwriter. (laughs) You know, I've traveled in a lot of beautiful places and seen a lot of gorgeous, beautiful people and been a part of their cultural expression and food and families and their art of adornment. And, um, and lifestyle, how do we show up in the world, right? How do we how do we present ourselves? How um, open are we to connect and exchange all of that? So it's such a, that's what sacred conversation is. It is a, a soulful sharing, right? Attracting, accessing um, divine dialogue, community, relationships. It is... It's a God conversation. It is exactly what we're having right now. It's an inspired conversation. It is a soulful conversation. No holes barred. It is deliberate. It's divine. It's about opening up our hearts, sharing, letting spirit say through us 
what is so, what our story is, with the knowing that it is contributing, it is healing, it is uplifting, it is all of that good stuff. So yeah, and education is a part of that. It's a huge part of that. And for my family, going back to the ashram, our Balvikas is what in Sanskrit Sunday school is. Uh, spiritual education for the young ones. Mm -hmm. So when I was in Balvikas on the ashram, there was this gorgeous couple, Saraswati and Brahma. And Saraswati was our Balvikas teacher, German husband and wife. And she has this gorgeous structured face and this (laughs) thick, beautiful hair. She has this accent. I had not traveled outside of the country at that point. So, and she was beautifully dressed in her saris. There was a, her, her service to God was also her service to herself. So immaculately presenting herself Mm. to us young ones, right? And it was not for show or ego. It was a beautiful grace and humility. And that was the same about Swamini. Just gorgeous elegance and grace and humble devotion and service. And very clear and stern as a message came down that needed to be shared, but always with love. Um, And so Saraswati, her and Brahma were Waldorf teachers. Mm -hmm. And that is where I heard, I first heard at 13 about Waldorf education, Mm -hmm. the idea of the bringing together of the head, the heart, and the hands. Right. And that is what we would do in Balvikas, our learning about Krishna and Rama and the um, the stories of Hindu times was brought to us through art, through music, through Mm -hmm. drawing, through stories, through narrative. And uh, that stayed in my subconscious. So when we had our first son, my husband is in the industry and, uh, you know, Hollywood, I will say their <laughs> focus is not on family. <laughs> it's not on relationships. It's not on the development of a spiritual family. So navigating that is mm-hmm. uh, has been a journey and a blessing because it just has strengthened who I am and my beliefs and my values. Mm -hmm. Um, With that being said, there's, you know, all of these energies and peoples, and this is where your your child should go to school. And this gets them on the track of having this fantastic education, first Presbyterian and, you know, center for early education. I mean, it just was this whole list. And I have the funniest story. I had a very, a a dear friend who was, very famous. Her family was very, very famous. And her daughter and our oldest son had to have been about a year, maybe 18 months. And she had an au pair who was teaching her little one French. She had meetings already at the Sunshine School, which we're talking about preschool that she was getting or at two. And and she was giving me all the information with love. I know for sure yeah. that she just as a person, a woman of color, we both people of color, this is what we have to do. And if we have the means, this is what we have to do to educate our children, to make sure that they're successful and succeed. And 
I was exhausted in the conversations with oh, yeah. Exhausted. Mm-hmm. I could not believe this precious little gift that I'm enjoying these moments of his development and growth and laughter that I have to give him away to yes. someone else mm-hmm. that is not in alignment with what I believe are the most important sugar, television, <laughs> connection to earth, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. That they're the teachers who are bringing this education is themselves on a spiritual path. I, yes. I mean, I don't know. Call me crazy. <laughs> I, 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 come on. Yes. I responsibility. Yeah. Yes. So I, I blessed her and thanked her for her willingness mm. to share all the information. Mm. I tried one of the schools early and they were preoccupied with my husband's career and work. And, and it just mm. wasn't the environment that I thought a king could grow up in and, and, and discover his divine self. And I think that mm. education needs to play a role in that. Not religion, mm. but who is this being? Yes. And how do we honor this being as we share information? Information, that's a very simple thing. It's not like a profound thing, right? Mm. So let's look at the bigger part of that, the development of these beings so that they can make contributions to all of us from a divine purposeful place because they came here with a purpose they came from the divine so how do we support the development of that Mm -hmm. so another dear friend from the business said Janissa knowing who you are you should look at Waldorf education it is they definitely honor mother earth it there's mm-hmm. a bit of uh eastern philosophy there are all the things that you are looking at and i was like light bulb of <laughs> education i heard that before <laughs> yeah. right, right? Yeah. so again i i hope please interrupt or stop me if i'm going on oh. too long i have questions <laughs> but i'll, I'll, I'll yeah <laughs> please continue last little part in in the 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 point I'm getting at is that we are also connected. We are also divinely guided. Uh, angels and beautiful beings are put in your life for a season and a reason. Some of those relationships get to be lifelong. Um, most of the time, if you are walking with God and in truth to the best of your ability, sincerity, gratitude, you put one foot and the the next the next place for your foot to land, not the next path or the next you know um, yeah. the next road, yeah. but just one foot. And there's a light that is shown on that path that illuminates the direction. And this friend was so right. Waldorf education. They weren't, they had the opportunity, all three of our children. So I've been in Waldorf education for 20 years. Our oldest son started at three. He graduated at 18 and uh, we had two other children after that. So 
they all have had a Waldorf education where there is a philosophy, there is a spiritual component, there is an understanding that as teachers, we are here to awaken what's inside mm-hmm. and then support yes. the bringing out of that. It is We are not authorities. We are not... Um, the the creators we are just guides mm-hmm. and we are sharing information you know obviously in a structured way um with that being said there's so much that's involved in the discovery movement and arts and languages and obviously your math and your science but it's from a place of discovery mm-hmm. and not a stale, stagnant place of this is what it has to be. So there is the ashram. There is Waldorf education. There is, right, travel. There's a lot. Yeah. Let me ask you something. I want to trace back to when you guys first go to the ashram. So I'm assuming, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, at that time, you're just on regular school as a child yourself, and you're going to school. So can you? pinpoint a little bit of where you were at with that because education is <laughs> such a big part later so I want to know um Liz you're um making me warm I feel your energy um, <laughs> so beautifully thank you and I just remembered mm-hmm. I raised my finger because the example of making the choice about education in the way that I have, I have to credit that to my mother. Mm. In Houston, Texas, we were going to public schools and finding that children were taking our lunches, that we were being bullied, and that we weren't in a creative space that my mother, young mother, knew that we should be in. And she did what she needed to do to move us out of public school into what are called magnet schools. Mm -hmm. I could cry because I haven't remembered this. Mm -hmm. Um, The magnet school, we had to be bused to a different area in order. (sighs) Thank you. Hmm. To, To have that experience. But we had music. We had art. We had languages. We had a safe environment. We were a small um, group. The majority were white, but there were Japanese, there were Chinese. There was an educational system that understood that if you expose the student to as many opportunities as possible, they too would be able to discover themselves in that space um yeah so that was extraordinary for all of us we had I met some of the most amazing teachers Miss Johnson and Miss Menifee my art teacher my music teacher both African-American women who again represented a sense of self grace and elegance and clarity about how you present yourself, even if you're in a space where you're one of a few. Um, So hmm, when when the shutdown 2020 Mm. happened, our daughter 
was just graduated eighth grade. We protested our Waldorf campus in the Palisades because we had a large outdoor space. And mo our daughter started three years old there. So she had grown up with most of these young people. And it was time to transfer them into high school and to close that eighth grade experience. And they, because unknown, this is no blame. It's just, I'm just stating what happened. Mm -hmm. They wanted to do a Zoom ceremony. Most of us in that community, holistic healers, it's spiritual beings, especially yeah. our daughter's class. So mm. we were, we had the practices, the resources, mm. and the mm. tools with which to navigate an unknown. And mm. quite honestly, what mainstream media <laughs> And the government were saying we'd never been listening to that. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. we had to remind Waldorf Educations, the teachers and the administrators at that time, of who we are and who they are. Mm -hmm. So we had an outdoor ceremony, giving these young people the reverence that they deserve mm -hmm. to speak about this journey we had all been on. And to have them celebrate the teachers that supported them on the journey. The sun was beautiful. We were six feet apart, right? In our own, but each family got to say thank you. We got to look at they, the young people got to speak and share their gratitude and their experience. And so um, a little bit prior to that, our daughter decided that she didn't want to go to a Waldorf High School. And for us, we're in Venice, and the closest Waldorf High School is in Northridge or Pasadena. Our two sons went to the Northridge Waldorf School. It could look like 45 minutes in the car to get them there, an hour and a half to get back home, and then another 40. <laughs> You know yeah, what I mean? that's a Midnight lot. It's intense, right? Yep. And um, or some people have gotten an apartment in those areas and live there. You know, it's it's a commitment. Mm -hmm. We did it with our two sons. Our daughter was like, I, I I don't want to do that. So she got accepted to a really fantastic school. It was the only school that we applied to, and um, she was accepted. We paid a huge deposit and agreed to be for the accepting in March and uh, early March. And then we got the news um, that things were being shut down and had that experience ourselves in the current yeah. school at, that she was in. And as we got towards May, the school was moving forward with payments, wanting to receive payments without any information as okay. to their strategy or plan for the lack of socialization, the lack of being outside and those activities that happen outside, the uh, Zooming all day. Now, I am I come from a Waldorf family. <laughs> yeah, right. This idea of sitting in front of an inanimate object, mm -hmm. yes, used in the right way within the right amount of time, yeah. right? Yeah. We can get a lot of business done. Yeah. But when you're talking about the development of young beings mm -hmm. and minds, yeah. this cannot be the only way. Getting that vitamin D outside in the sun, moving your body, interaction with friends and teachers and other um 
you know, all the different types of elective class. So at that point, my husband and I really had to be very intentional mm. and, and really connect our faith, our beliefs, and all of what was going on at mm. that time. And that be the guide. Mm-hmm. How have we navigated this whole time? Our, our children were blessed to be with an extraordinary pediatrician, Paul Fleiss. And Paul Fleiss said, your breast milk cures it all. Mm-hmm. Breastfeed nice. your children for as long as you can. <laughs> And mm-hmm. I mean, really, and eat foods. He, he had the, a completely different food chart in his office, putting fruits and vegetables at the top, right? Mm-hmm. Dairy, meat, and grain, you know? So that, and again, as you can imagine, on an ashram, we were vegetarians. We didn't eat sugar. We didn't eat. So inside of me, there is information, resources, tools. There's a knowing. Mm-hmm. There's a knowing. So when it came time to have a conversation with this school who seemed to be interested in making sure their budgets, that they met the responsibilities that they had already geared up for, which I completely understand, right? We had to put forth a letter asking them to really clarify what their plans are for these things that we our family are concerned with as it pertains to our daughter. And they could not, mm-hmm. not only could not, would not, wouldn't, mm-hmm. wouldn't, wouldn't. And then got really irate in you've signed a contract and this is what it is. And we said, no, it's not. This is a force majeure. We are in a time, right, mm-hmm. where none of us could have predicted this. And what we agreed to, the four agreements, what we agreed to is not what you can offer. And we understand. Because of that, we are going to leave that agreement and we're going to make a new agreement. And can I tell you guys that that all that kind of came to a head by late July, early August getting a lawyer involved, all of that. Wow. Released from the contract, but not oh. the deposit. Whoa. And the deposit was substantial. Yeah. Uh, and I said, okay, God, what do we do? Yeah. What do we do? Do you know teachers from Iman's school, the Westside Walter School, started reaching out and saying, we are being furloughed. Can we teach Iman? Mm-hmm. We are parents that were in the group. We we have to go to a public school, but we don't know what that'll look like. It, it looks like it's just going to be Zoom. We're not committed to that. The flood of interest in having a choice mm-hmm. that is in alignment with medical freedom, yeah. that is in alignment <laughs> with being in person and socializing. That's in alignment with communicating. I'm not feeling so well, so I won't be here today. But where there are no mandates that have you go against your freedom of spiritual choice. This is not us just all of a sudden going, 
Yes. We're faced with a crisis yeah. and we're going to buck the system. No, we have been doing this our whole lives, exactly. their whole lives. How yeah. am I supposed to be any different yeah. <laughs> or do something different, yeah. right? So uh, with that, I, I've had several businesses, a clothing line. I have the executive director of the Impact Circle, Um Prior to that, I was a part of the BMW World Forum where they bring strategic thinkers together to look at crises that are happening worldwide and what can we do to solve them with light and love and what to... So again, I just say those things to say it was within me, the download of creating a Waldorf inspired curriculum high school. Now I've had the experience of two sons that went through the high school um, and uh, bringing the teach. So it wasn't something that just served Iman or our family. It served other families, it served teachers, and it gave us the opportunity to imagine education in a way that has been profound. It's been life-changing for me because of being hands-on. And so just a little bit, Iman's class, they have two languages, Japanese and Spanish. They have art once a week for two hours every day of the school year. I mean, every week of the school year. They have all of the sciences, all of the math. They have all of the history. I teach creative writing. I teach humanity. So we look at the African-American literature of those that came before us. Alice, uh, um, Tony Morrison, James Baldwin, Langston Hughes, Mount... Mm-hmm. And it creates a different context in terms of history, right. in terms of yeah. our fellow brothers and sisters who happen to be African American. Like all of these, um, all of these boxes, all of these things that push us to focus on separation. Right? Mm-hmm. It's just that there's an agenda behind that. We are all connected. Our contributions, not only are they relevant, they are necessary. They're necessary. I have never seen the sun said, Tara, Liz, I'm just going to shine on you guys because I like what you're about. I like your smile. And Janisa, I'm not going to shine on you. (laughs) Have you ever heard of such a thing? The moon doesn't get selective about how, what it, so how is it that we as beings, part of this whole natural nature order, right? Mm. Mother Earth, Mother Earth, we've destroyed the soil. We, Mother Earth never stopped producing for us, for, for all of us, the animal. So how is it that we are so confused? And so disconnected <laughs> from our purpose. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that right. is yeah. a million dollar we, question. <laughs> million dollar question. We can have many ideas about that, but yeah. for sure. Yeah. Right? Because in, in our innate wisdom and innate nature, mm-hmm. there isn't anything to be confused no. about. There is Step into that. It's all there. It's laid yes. out. Simple. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And there isn't even anything that we have to do in order to nope. deserve it or earn it. Or I just watched this beautiful short film yesterday on natural farming 
and there's no plowing. There's no nope. nothing. nothing. It's just you meet the earth, you plant yes. your seeds, yes. you work with it, you rotate. That's it. It's so easy. <laughs> we have done this year in September, we went to an uh, a organic farm in Encinitas. Uh, every year, our students uh, at the minimum have to do 25 hours of community service. Mm -hmm. So this year at the top of the 11th grade school year, we went to Encinitas and we worked on a biodynamic organic farm. And Tara, you are so correct. The, the intelligence yeah. of the earth, especially if it is, it hasn't been damaged. So right. if it has, there's such beautiful organic and biodynamic processes that get it back. But when you look yeah. at the ecosystem, everything, the worms, the bees, the, the caterpillar, Everything, Everything is a part of that process of breaking down, nurturing, and then growing back. Uh, it, it is extraordinary. And our students get so excited. We went to last year, their end of the school year trip, uh, or actually, I'm sorry, ninth grade, while things were still, they uh, finished June 2021, and we went to Oaxaca to look at the, wow. the Spanish is one of their yeah. languages, yeah. to look at the culture of the Oaxacan people, the art, the wow. food, the landscape. Mm -hmm. And then we rented cars and we drove six hours from Oaxaca to Huatuco because all of our students surf. So some of the best surf is in Huatuco. Wow. <laughs> Again, I just share these things. We are in classes Monday through Thursday, nine to four, sometimes two. There is physical education. There is art. There is creative writings. There's the languages. There are independent studies. We worked with in Lamert Park in uh, an all-Black area here in Los Angeles, a beautiful company, Napoli Naturals, that are a holistic apothecary. Wow. All the herbs, all the teas, all of the essential oils, all of the grains, all of the elixirs that really serve our organic body. Mm -hmm. And they did a four-week uh, class with them, learning about apothecary, wow. how to change things from the earth and natural plants, and what are the different forms that it can be transformed into. So we are so blessed that we get the opportunity um, to look at all of the things that could educate them, that could... Um, that they could discover, that they could see how it resonates inside of them and what comes out as a result of that. So, yeah. That's, and this is the, um, the learning pod that you spoke about yes, that you have created. Yes, it's the homeschool initiative. Okay. And I have to say, uh, the creation was with the parents and the students. Um, I, I, if there's a title, administrative director, creator, co-founder with another um, Waldorf mom who I, who she is our art teacher, but she also helps with the curriculum. She and I'll say we also have been really blessed because of my 20 years in the Westside Waldorf community, the Macomb campus. 
in the Palisades, I got to contribute to the community in a way where they got to know me. They got to, yeah, and I got to know them. So when it really became time to put this together, there was a real understanding of who could make this commitment Mm -hmm. and who had the right ingredients, right? To to really, uh, a lot of people are doing these homeschool pods and it's not working out because they're not understanding the amount of commitment mm-hmm. that it takes um, and the amount of time and also the amount of strategic planning and partnership, mm-hmm. right? And how to get everyone to commit to the role that they're going to play. And mm-hmm. um, because that essentially creates the curriculum, the education, right? Is who's going to be where at what time, um, the location, and how do you pay for it? So there is a financial component as well. So I kind of guide all of that. And I'm, I can do that because I'm mentored by a dear, dear friend and mentor, educator, Gita, Dr. Gita Lambrance. In the Waldorf education, for about a 10-year period of time, uh, Gita was the director of the school, and I got to know her and work with her on enrollment tours. And again, like Swamini, like my grandmother, um, like Sarasvati, there is an elegance, a grace, a humility, a divine presence that she brings. And under her leadership, the school just blossomed and felt secure and safe. And so yeah. I, I I speak with her a couple of times a month and I go and visit her in Santa Barbara with one of our other teachers every month. And Gita is nearing 90 and yeah yeah and she is like a sister we have conversations about love and romance and about the students (laughs) and about this time we find ourselves in and about women and oh it's such a gift to me it's such a gift so these are all of the elements that this pod that these group of kids parents and teachers are held in not one of our teachers have we have not missed one of their uh, salary payments. Um, none of them have missed a day of school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> our Japanese teacher is 80 and she oh. is a cancer survivor oh. and did that. not get vaccinated and said, yes, step down on courage. I will teach them in person from mm. day one. And mm. she has not been sick or missed a day. So we are greater than these bodies. We are greater than the propaganda and the 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 the, the, the agenda, whatever that may be. It falls in so many different places. Right. Um, and so, yeah, yeah. I have I have questions. Um, yes, I do too. You well, go, Liz, and then I'll okay. <laughs> I I have a question, you guys. May mm-hmm. I excuse myself for two seconds and use the restroom? Yes. I, has that ever happened before? No. <laughs> So, um, well, first I want to acknowledge the presence of all these amazing women in your life. I feel their presence in this conversation. I feel their strength. I feel their courage to be themselves. And that comes in so many different shapes. I'm like tearing up just thinking about it. Mm -hmm. And just to give credit to them for just being authentically themselves, Mm -hmm. right? And your grandmother with her, 
upbringing mm. and how she expressed her own divinity and connection. Like she felt the presence when you, she went to the ashram and she was like, yeah. I can't deny this. It's not how I would paint this, this picture, right? But it, it's yeah. here too. Yeah. Yes. Just all of the women that you've also spoken that just really carry themselves, carried and still carry themselves in a way that's just in alignment for them. Right? Mm. And examples of that, the way you talk about their grace, the way you talk about their devotion, their humility, and how those things are not fully recognized in our society. And I'm glad that we have a space here to see that, to witness that, to tell them that we appreciate that. Mm. And um, yeah, so I was really feeling that. It's just you're adding all this image to the list. <laughs> Yeah. May, may I just add a quick point to that, Tara? I mean, Liz, I I came out of meditation this morning. While I was in meditation, I was holding space for both of you and our conversation together. And I asked the divine, I asked source to really allow me. I get really excited and I use my hands a lot and I'm <laughs> smiling and, and I can and I asked source to allow me to just really be myself, obviously, but to sit and to really allow me to be the vessel in the words, right? To and my mother and I have a a relationship that we are healing. And to remember her contribution to this very moment in my mm -hmm. life, it really speaks to what you're saying. You know, that we do not get here on our own. And it also speaks to the top of the conversation. I am the sum total of all of my experiences and all those who have contributed in all ways. Right. Um, and I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. So thank you for taking a moment to acknowledge that and to celebrate that because I, I hope that my daughter will speak about the example of me on my journey yeah. oh, and reference yeah. that, right? Not that I'm trying to influence her or control, that she recognizes yes. that I was, I am authentically yeah. on a journey to self-realization and yeah. all that comes with that. And that's what yeah. I appreciate about all of the women that I've mentioned. They were unapologetically true to who they are and who they were and who they are and were not afraid to share it, not afraid to bring me up or to, I, I mean, I, 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 there are so many, so many. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. It is amazing to sit here and have the opportunity to just feel into that and the impact of that, the ripples of who we are in this moment. We don't even understand. I don't mm -hmm. think. Yeah. I, have no, a, right? <laughs> I have a question because I was feeling the same thing with the women and, and really your mom too, Janisa, just really feeling your mom today. And Ooh. as you were speaking about her and I, cry because this relationship with women is just oh so yes. rich um mm -hmm. and can be so complicated right yes. as well with our mothers and as you mm -hmm. say there's a healing happening you know there's a healing happening in so many ways for so many people 
and right now, especially it's all coming out to be healed right now. (laughs) And I just, I guess my question is, you know, um, having all of these amazing, like powerful women in your life to be such examples for you, do you feel that? And of course we never really know, but that that lent you to, you know, when everything happened in 2020, that you were kind of already on that path of like, and because you grew up being so curious and questioning everything, was that part of that? Or was that innate in you and how you came in? And because Liz and I talk about this all the time, like, what is the, what is that all the subtleties with people who see it and don't, you know, and, and I'm just curious about that and also your family and how, how this experience has been with them. And and are you guys all on the same page? And mm-hmm. a lot of questions, but. Ooh, that is so good, Tara. I, so again, we reflecting i i sign my emails with grad uh, with appreciation gratitude and love and it is this journey well, so i i think i came in with some of it i you know we're we're all spiritual yeah. spiritual beings we all <laughs> choose this human life and we choose the parents we do. Yeah, we do. And so uh, I love the way that you said what you said, Tara, with regards to my mother and and repeating the healing, because I know I said we're on a healing. And then to hear you say it back, it it, it really resonated within mm-hmm. my heart. And, and you're so right. Relationships are complicated. And I have such gratitude. I know I chose my mother for the opportunity to be on the ashram with the guru, Mm -hmm. Um, that this life was a really important one. And I wanted to be as close as I could (laughs) to a realized being that was willing to be an example of that. Mm -hmm. If you look at Alice Coltrane, she was married to John Coltrane. She was a wife to a very famous and transformative being. She was, it was a mother, mother, right? She was a renowned pianist and harpist, right? Musician, artist, and a spiritual teacher. Right. And her teaching wasn't like how teachings look in the right now in terms of religion. Her teaching was the example. And when permitted to share, not when permitted, there were definitely teachings that happened in in service. Um, But primarily it was the example of her commitment her devotion and of her kindness of her generosity so what what it, it's like does the chicken become before the egg it's yeah. like right i know that this has been lifetimes yeah. lifetimes and then the early life of this of this being was not great and so I talk to the little girl in me and I'm healing with her and healing her and let her, letting her know that I've got her and I love her and, I, and we're an adult now. We are an adult now. Yeah. And you were part of getting me to this space. Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, it's, it's grace. It's general, it's gratitude. It is reflecting. It is, um, 
being in spaces like this with you guys where you 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 ask the divine for something and then you you have a community or a resource or an opportunity and then you guys that opportunity reminds you yes. i was reminded that my mother didn't just leave us in that public school environment mm. that she had enough courage whew, to make a change for us mm. Yeah. So that also is part of the healing, you know, when you can really go, man, my life is blessed. Mm-hmm. And every person contributed to those blessings. And then it's my responsibility to contribute in the same way. Mm. So ah, for you, right? wow. you're just yeah. here, right? just yeah. feeling it. Right. Thank you guys. Like, thank you. I'm I'm blessed. So blessed to be here with you both. Thank you. I'm so blessed too with the healing thoughts that keep on giving on these conversations. If we just allow, if we just come with no agenda, with no big plans, you know, it's amazing how everything just Mm -hmm. falls exactly where it needs to just kind of. And yeah. again, yeah. this is the sacred conversation. Yeah. This is heart. This is heart. My heart is speaking to your hearts as your hearts are speaking to mine. Right. It's uh, you again. It's not a surprise the things that unfold or get unlocked or that provide additional healing. We spoke the word healing. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah. I'm being healed it. right in this moment. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah mm. oh I'm really really feeling it <laughs> just like well, I'll go back to the I want to go back to the transition of everyone involved in some sort of a structure right and then being able to recreate something or create a new yes. how did that look like and because we have our own conditionings and ways of thinking when we've been doing certain things for a while and then we're asked to all right, let's reimagine this, what it's possible. And so coming together, and you were saying like, as the guy to, to gather the people, to see how is this going to manifest? I would love to hear a little more of that because I want also others to be inspired by that process and the possibilities of that. So the people involved, how were they coming in? How much they have had to open and and surrender to the process I mean all the little fun things about it and not so so Liz before I answer that which I got you on that and it's it's a really beautiful part of the journey I want to go back to Tara's uh question about family right where my family so again as I mentioned my husband is in the business and has been for about 30 years and um his career and his journey in the business has been highs and lows and um, which has been extraordinary to watch because as an alpha male, as a very, you know, that, that is his role, protector, provider, um, and has provided us with an extraordinary life, extraordinary opportunities. And, and then I, I had my own business at the same time before, not at the same time, but once we got married, I I started a clothing line and it was really successful. And and Mm. I got pregnant with our oldest son and we had to, again, come together 
and be intentional about who is going to do what. And it, because of my ashram and, and Hinduism practices, I understood the role of wife and wasn't in a space and, and now and then mother. Right. And right. was trying, was trying to be the boss lady, you know, and have my business <laughs> running while he had and had a nanny oh. who took my our nine year old our nine month old son to the mall like left the house while I was at work and Isaiah was on set and decided <laughs> that she needed to do something for her children and it required going to the mall and she packed up our little one now I was in the house for three months didn't go anywhere with any of our children so that they could. So again, the point being that you can have it all, but you have to be very intentional about what all is. So for me, the, the, the catalyst for really making the decision and the choice to stay at home with our children. I'm pregnant with our second child. My clothing line is showing uh, in New York during Fashion Week. And it was September 7th or 8th that the show uh, happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were staying at the Mercer Hotel in New York and Isaiah got tickets to see Michael Jackson on Monday, September 10th. We um, were scheduled to leave Monday morning, September 10th. I have my two and a half year old and an ashram (laughs) friend who was uh, supporting and she said, why don't you guys stay? and go see Michael Jackson, I will take Akeem to the World Trade Center Tuesday morning so you guys can sleep in and because I've never been there. And I, and this is true. And wow. Spirit said to me, get on that plane, mm-hmm. get your whole staff, your family, and friends that were there in support of our, our yeah. we had been there like 10 days prior preparing for this show, mm-hmm. get everyone to get on that plane and get home. And he was like, Jay, we miss flights all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jackson. I, no, I, I, we have to go home. Oh. We have to go home. We were on the flight that Monday morning, September 10th, we got in the afternoon, um, got settled by the, in the middle of the night. My brother from Australia was calling saying, are you guys OK? We've heard that something has happened, that the world trip. Now, he, Australia is ahead. Yeah, of right. Yes. It's already getting the news that something had happened prior to it happening. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I remember you know that too. I mean? Yes. You know yes. What I mean? <laughs> so again, this journey, I'm I all I can do is have a gratitude, appreciation, and love. When I listen to my inner being and was able to not just protect myself, my family, our son, but also all of those who were on that journey at that time in my life with me and get them all back safe and then to see what happened. So 
Tara, when you say, where is my family? We're in total alignment. My husband presents in a way that's authentic to him, his politics, how he believes, what he feels, which is his right. Um, But he also had time with the guru on the ashram and that spiritual path and has a spiritual name as do all of our children and and have so that lives in him as well and experiencing who i am and my contribution to the relationship in our family there is trust there's trust Mm -hmm. and a knowing and so when it comes time to decisions about health about education once i said yes to being at home and taking care of and protecting our family, our children, and being visible in the communities where they're educated and where they are not with us. Um, That's all me. And of course, with him, you know, in conversation with him and the money and bring, that is all him. And so there is a freedom that we both have to be our authentic selves, to grow into ourselves and also mirror that for our now young adults but throughout our life and um so so that's how to answer your question now Liz the the pod could come together uh the the calls was um encouragement from the Waldorf community from the teachers that um However, I showed up, there was trust there and there was an understanding that if I say I can get it done, I'll get it done. I was still doing the impact circle, the nonprofit that I founded and created. And that came about right after coming back from Berlin and the BMW Foundation and looking at what a room of strategic thinkers and partners and what that looks like guided in a healthy way and the fun and the responsibility that we really all have, right? And not just to our families, right? Or to the things that are interest or concern us, but to the greater population, to Mother Earth and to uh, it all, right? And so the download of the Impact Circle, looking at the Palisades, Santa Monica, Malibu, a very affluent area, that was my community, and bringing women together who are relegated not valuable, especially Mm -hmm. of a certain age, us together to pool our financial resources to the total of uh, $12,000 a year, a a becoming a nonprofit is what I did. And then our members made a $12,000 donation. That was a write-off. So you at least knew where that Mm $12,000 went with all the taxes. Hey, now we have no idea where it goes and it supports agendas that aren't ours. So that donation from the members ends up creating our giving budget. So we were a giving circle. Mm-hmm. We would, I would find local nonprofits, primarily led by women in underserved communities and look at what they were doing on a shoestring budget and talk with them about their needs and ask them, invite them to bring a presentation to our monthly meeting. And that Mm -hmm. presentation was who they are, why they do what they do, why the community needs what they do, how have they gone about doing it, and if they had anyone 
um, that were the recipients of their work could come and speak about their work and what their needs are. And we would make a grant to them based on that presentation. And um, and we did that work for two and a half years, three, almost three years prior to the shutdown. Wow. And um, so the organizing of that, the fun in that, we um, wow. I partnered with a dear friend who had a restaurant and uh he would create these beautiful lunches for us mm. in an isolated space. And it was a safe space for both for the members, but also for the nonprofit. So they would dress and they would do their bullet mm. points and I would consult them on, you know, what is the most important things, how to, how to um, bring that into context and in a short form. So it was such it it, uh-huh. it was an administrative it was it was so many things and i it's not lost on me that it was perfect timing for right. organization and the bringing together of families teachers and students for mm. the homeschool initiative pod yeah mm. Yeah. We, so, so, so I'm sorry, Tara, you said, how does it, so bringing it together, you have teachers. So when you, when you bring anything together, the, the greatest thing is to identify who can do what you can't, right? Yeah. First, identifying what the thing is. So to me, that's the mission, right? So the mission of the homeschool initiative was to create an envi- an educational and inspired educational environment where the teachers bring passion and enthusiasm and a willingness to share whatever experiences, degrees, or speciality, right, Mm -hmm. that they have. And our teachers are not all accredited. We went and spent some time with Ron Finley, who does an urban garden. And there's no, right, there's no accreditation for what he does. He was called to do that. He was called to break up the sidewalks in South Central LA Mm -hmm. and grow things, right? So the experience, and those are independent studies, right? I am not an accredited teacher, but I love words. I am a communicator. I love language. I love creating and writing is another form of language. So also parents pitched in one of our parents, she loves health, nutrition and fitness. So she has done for three years, two hours with our students once a week, they've played volleyball, they've got professional volleyball coaching, they hike, they surf. Right now they're rock climbing, they've gotten their license they can belay another person it yeah. I mean the world is their oyster yes. when you have people willing so you have to identify the mission so the mission is and Waldorf education is connected to that mission mm-hmm. because the community of people that, that I have access to have come from a Waldorf education mm-hmm. so that was the community that was that I was presenting this to and um so it's a Waldorf inspired curriculum. We, the, our, my co-creator, Eileen, who's our art teacher, she is a Waldorf student and also a, um, 
she is the co-director of WISC, which is the organization that trains Waldorf teachers. So she and I would come together with another lady. I think she's based out of Chicago, Jean Miller, and had a Zoom with her who really helped us understood what homeschooling is and and she was speaking to us as if we were going to homeschool individually at you know by yeah. ourselves oh yeah <laughs> for me like the impact circle like the BMW Foundation mm-hmm. gathering in Berlin, it's better to do it as a group. And it's daunting to me <laughs> to think about teaching Iman English and science and all. <laughs> I, I know where my friends are. <laughs> yes. No, can, yeah. I'm going to shut and cut my foot off, you know, before I get started. <laughs> So, and my two sons had gone through a Waldorf High School education. So online, you can look at every, if Waldorf is your school of choice, you can look at the curriculum. You can understand what the math looks like. I mean, there is history through art. So, and you can get descriptions of what that means. And there is a great book that has been put out. It's called The Task and Contents of Waldorf Education. And it gives you a detailed understanding of the Steiner philosophy, the why, the how, the important is connected to development. So for me, um, the mission of the homeschool initiative, being a Waldorf curriculum, it had to be because I see my two sons and how what fine beings they are. Mm-hmm. Whether every aspect of it was executed perfectly, not the point. The point is there was an intention and the curriculum, the different things that they were looking at and discovering mm-hmm. really served the head, the heart mm-hmm. and the hand. So that idea of 25 uh, hours of community service, the doing, you must be in service. You must do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the the heart, the... Uh, so it's not just about the academic or intellectual development of a being. It's about the development of the whole being. And because I believe that and saw how well it worked in the Waldorf schools, I, that was really important. So after having the conversation with you, so your mission, you got your mission. You have to understand what are the resources that you have at your disposal to execute that mission. Mm-hmm. You must understand that. I could not say I'm going to do a Waldorf High School not having an experience with Waldorf education. Mm-hmm. I cannot say understand how important language, movement, art mm-hmm. is to education if I had not been and experienced that with our two, our three children for 20 years. So you have to understand the the manifestation of your of an idea. And then being able to articulate what that idea, your mission, and then what are the tools, the resources, the support that you have to bring that into fruition yeah. and be truthful about what you have. We, I, so I'm not going to do the academic work 
of, but I'm willing to contribute the areas that I'm passionate about. I'm willing to do the administrative, the the day-to-day communications, the, you know, the transcripts all and work with Eileen on that. Eileen said, I'm willing to do art and I'm willing to help you with the curriculum. Right. Um, Another mom said, I'm willing to uh, do the physical education. That's my passion. And I will keep I will study. But she also was a trainer. She's a Reiki specialist. So she had enough. uh, The Japanese teacher said, I'm willing to. So, again, you the mission guides mission and truth, the, mm-hmm. the mission and then the truth of what you can contribute, but then the truth of understanding what else your mission, what else you need in order to bring the mission to life. So we also, at a time when everything was shut down, we need financial commitment. We need to be able to pay our teachers. So being at the Westside Waldorf School, our community paid tuition. We're not a public school. This is not a public offering, right? It really is. So I made the pitch. Eileen and I were very clear about what the curriculum could be and should be for ninth grade. And again, that information is all online all accessible on any Waldorf since that was, you know, their website. What are the Englishes? What are the what are the things that covers a ninth grade Waldorf curriculum? The teachers, finding the teachers. We already had a Japanese teacher. Spanish was the other language that they had. So we need another language teacher, but we need a math teacher. We need an English teacher. We need a science teacher. Again, science was covered from one of the teachers that came forward in from the community. We were at, a. I was invited by another mom. She is an integral medical doctor. I was invited to a rally in Malibu. And it was still in the early times of this unknown. And mm-hmm. um, the rally was in support of our medical freedoms. And there was this beautiful little angel that mm-hmm. was there. And she was the partner of our school's games teacher. So it was a familiar group of people is what I'm trying to say, but she was not familiar to me. And we were talking about education and all the fear around it, or she was, and I overheard her say, I am a tutor and I teach English. I teach math. I teach history and I teach uh, on the high school level. And uh, I am looking to really help people in this time if they do not just want their students to be in front of a computer and provide options. My ears were like, (laughs) (laughs) you're like, girl, wait, (laughs) I got you. I know Eric, he, Iman was in his class and exactly what you said is what I'm looking for. And I was just thinking for Iman, this is real. I mean, I just was like, she is not, she is going to work with a person or persons Mm -hmm. and we are going to create social opportunities with her classmates and the, and Margarita, Miss Margarita has been our main lesson or the primary academic teacher 
She mm-hmm. took the giantest leap of faith. She had a full-time job in tech. She has a master's in anthropo- anthropology. So mm-hmm. she all the stuff, human beings, culture, all of that stuff. She was uh she doesn't have children. She is very fastidious about the way she shows up and passionate about research. And I mean, it couldn't be a more ideal being. Yes. <laughs> And she shape shifts. She, the math teacher we had for one year, he went back into the public school system and had to. So she said, I'll do it. Uh, the, the science teacher decided he wanted to work with younger children. She said, I'll do it. <laughs> Margarita. Right, Miss Margarita. God bless. No, Margarita. God bless Margarita. <laughs> We go once a month to visit Miss Gita because Miss Margarita yes. did not have a Waldorf educate background. She wasn't, yeah. but she had enough of a yes. And that's the other yes. thing, guys. Yes. When when you get a download, when source gives mm. you an idea, first of all, you can do it because source gave it to you. Mm. Number two, when you identify the mission, what what this idea needs to be or going to be and what you can contribute, look for those who say yes. As you present the idea, who are the ones that say yes? Those who are like, oh, girl, what you talking about? (laughs) What you talking about? Unfortunately, and fortunately, that's yes. not one, right? Absolutely. We as spiritual beings are all at different levels of self-realization. It's like education. Some people are in nursery school, kindergarten. Some people have double masters. And you know what I mean? We all, thanks yes. to divine source, have the opportunity to get there. Yeah. But when you know... Mm. then you must proceed with that knowing, Mm. right? So at that point, there was just no undermining of this thing happening. And there's been a lot of, (laughs) a lot of challenges and a lot of things, but the yes, the yes, I find in me, the willingness to say yes is what strengthens this beautiful. So, so the mission the resource, what can you contribute to the mission? What real resources do you have to bring this mission to life? And then when you know what resources you have, then you can also see what you don't have and be really intentional about finding that, about bringing that, right? Our homeschool initiative couldn't just be a Japanese art and science school, <laughs> right? Yeah. And brought Miss Margarita, who has California credentials in the English and in the, so, um, and then a crucial point, a very crucial point is registering yourself with the homeschool association in your state. You, there, you, you, that's, that is our freedom of choice. We do not have to be in a private school. We do not have to be in the local public school. We have the right Mm -hmm. to homeschool our children, right? Mm 
And homeschooling is an option that there's a homeschool association in every state. So you go to that homeschool association and you find out what the requirements are for being a homeschool. For us in California, it's a letter that it's, you know, that they send out and you name your school in that space. You don't have to do it with the state. You uh, say what grades will be taught. It's very, very simple. And mm. there are homeschool association volunteers that can walk you through that process. So you're filed as a private um, homeschool? Yes, we yeah, I am with yeah, the homeschool yeah. association. Yeah. And 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 this is key, Liz. Once you file as as a homeschool association, then you have to let the state know. So you have to uh, I'm sorry, the the school that you're if you're in school, like there are people that have come to us and they've been at let's say Venice High School. Well, you have to let Venice High School know that you are becoming mm-hmm. a homeschool. Yes. But this is the key. We are the homeschool initiative is we are a collective of homeschools pulling our financial resources to pay the teachers that offer classes that we do not offer as individual homeschools. So my homeschool is the Washington Learning Center. The next family's homeschool is the Johnson so-and-so or the Mm da-da-da-da. We are individually registered with the state as a homeschool. We are not registered as a school because there's insurances, there's liability, there are all these things. So the the thing that makes this doable is each parent as a homeschool assumes responsibility for their child's health and well-being in any of the spaces that they are in, right? So that that's the thing that makes mm-hmm. this all doable because uh, mm-hmm. I got bless all of the people that have schools and all of the red tape and governmental yeah. things right. that they have to deal with. And yeah. that is why I encourage people to really be intentional or curious about homeschooling because the, 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 um, the hearts of teachers are there. Right. But when you have a system that has not been checked, that has not been reimagined, that the material is changed by who? Who's the superintendent? The superintendent of L.A. County was a former hedge funder. Like, I don't understand. (laughs) Not a teacher. Not a. Mm -hmm. Right. So. Again, we have to, this is what new earth really is about. We have to assume responsibility. We have to stop agreements that have happened generational. Mm -hmm. And we have to stand up and make different choices. Mm. Because we're choosing every day. We're choosing every day and every moment. So why not those choices be intentional, right? And um, yeah. Absolutely. In terms of money, Liz, that's the other thing. When you when so the school now has um, a mission, it has a curriculum, it has teachers that have stepped forward, it has we had to find a main lesson teacher, Miss Margarita or someone. And when you invite, then you have to ask what would be not just a bottom line wage, but what would be a living, thriving wage. Mm. 
you are making a strong stand to come out of the job and the system that took care of you and your family and your health care. What in this space where we are right now be a wage that would take care of you? So we had to look at all of that, what every teacher. So our elective teachers are or creative teachers are hourly and the hourlies. it depends on what the person needed. Uh, Our main lesson teacher, it was a yearly salary. So um, initially, you know, four days, 10 months out of the year, right? Um, That was the baseline for uh, Los Angeles Unified School District teachers was $65,000. So I mean, you know, when I think about Miss Margarita, the the melt you you I I feel I don't I'm I, I but I I I'll say what I mean. I would pay her six hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, totally. Ooh, because <laughs> she doesn't have children that she birthed herself, yeah. but the way that she has been involved and passionate and the research and the amount, she'll be sending them email or texts or Google things at 3 a.m. The way that she has encouraged and supported these young adults Mm -hmm. to realize their whole being through puberty through the changes of not being a part of a social dynamic or breaking the lie of what high school is supposed to. I mean, there's been so many things that we've had to look at, right. And encourage our young people through, and she has not missed a day, not missed a day. Yeah. Um, so that, that, so again, look for the yeses, say yes to what they would, would, what will make them feel good about. Sorry, you guys cut out for a minute. You cut out. Okay. Oh, are we? So yeah. So can you hear me now? Okay. So looking at your inviting. So looking at what that the people that you're inviting, what they need. And then going about the business. Mm-hmm. Of, of meeting mm-hmm. them with that. Yeah. So I had, once I had all the information, a curriculum, a day schedule, right? Those committed teachers and an understanding of what they needed in order to do this. I had a budget. And then I looked at the interested families and broke down what it would cost each of us. Uh, and present guys, that to them. ladies, so, let's go. So we're having some technical issues, guys. So we're coming back from where we left off, whatever that was. <laughs> and Denise is going to wrap up her thoughts because we're like, now there's this imminent threat of being frozen again. Yes. yes. Um, so I, I guess I just wanted to say, hmm, it, it, hmm. Really, the the beauty about this opportunity to be intentional about our children's 
the words to be intentional about our children's education. We have to first understand what is education, what is the education, and what is the education, and where where is its meaning for us, mm. right? Especially in this time. Can you imagine, I mean, our, our final child getting into this really fantastic school and it, there's no responsibility or accountability for what the time is presenting, not a backup plan and not even a need to even address that. So what that says to me is that the child isn't at the center of what they do, mm. right? Caring mm. about the health and well-being. And I'm sure they do mean well, right? But we, I, it ha- it is at the center of what I do and what Isaiah does. Mm -hmm. So I have everything. We have everything we need to bring about an education that they chose us as parents to do specifically (laughs) in this time. (laughs) Boom, (laughs) mic drop. If we need to heal the earth and have biodynamic farms, if we need to understand that propaganda and agendas, if we need to fight for medical freedom and to our own personal uh, right as parents and as beings to have our body ours, right? How Look, that's a lot just right there. And I could go into more, right? So we must uh, redefine education and it must come from a central place from a mm. us place from a family mm. place right so with that being said every being in your community that you have any type of respect for can start to engage them if you mm. smiled at the postman or if you smiled at the grocery person or if there's an elder in your community that says i want to share stories with your young people i like to draw can i draw it all is relevant because it's a sacred conversation it's the heart connection. This is how we create communities. And it doesn't have to be this daunting, overwhelming thing. And I find that that is what this journey has been mm-hmm. to me. An ashram community, mm-hmm. right? The impact circle community. Um, fashion designing with a team of 20 people, community. Um, the Waldorf education, community. Um, the homeschool initiative, community. BMW found community, the idea to strategically plan, think, and work with someone else. That's Mm -hmm. the key. That's the key. Mm -hmm. And when we bring that together and call it education, (laughs) that is a game changer for our young people. Yeah. Now they're in close proximity with elders, with people that they don't know, but they get to know. They understand what trusting is. They understand how it's, it's so much. It's It's so much. Yeah. Thank you for sharing all that. And the, there's so much nuance in all of that, that you just spoke. Like you said, the trust, the coming together, the building, the, the getting to know somebody and getting to know yourself through that. Yes. So it's so rich in so many ways. I want to tell folks um, that as Janissa was sharing so beautifully, start where you're at. Yes. 
Know what you are about. Go back to your center. Go back to your own sourcing. Go back to your values. What do you value as a person? When that gets clear to you, then find the ones and the ones also will find you who are aligned with that same value core essence and start building from there. Start identifying the resources. And I can speak from California where both of us are at. And if you are in a different state, you're going to have to look at its own particularly particularities. Mm -hmm. In California, you can file as a PSA, which is a private school affidavit. Janice Mm -hmm. was speaking about that. You identify yourself as your own schooling body, right? And you register as that. So you have total um, total freedom in how you guide that experience for your children, for your community. Mm -hmm. You can also go through the umbrella of the public school system in California. So you would get um, some financial support Mm -hmm. in doing that to pay for some classes and and Mm -hmm. curriculum and materials. So there's different ways to go about it and finding what is true and important to you. I think it's the the message here, right? And then resourcing from that place, being very clear and intentional, as you said, Janice, so beautifully with how and what this means to you, to your family, to your community, to your own essence, because your essence, it's what gets amplified through this process. That is so true. And Liz, if I may add, oh my goodness, there's a beautiful family that I'm consulting with right now and had no idea that my contribution would be what it is because it was the prelim to starting a school that is in support of autistic children uh, using Waldorf curriculum. Mm -hmm. However, we will get to that. We are in the process of love, relationships, setting intention, healing old stuff, finding for, oh my God, it's so as as you were speaking, Liz, I also agree. It start where you are. Really reflect and understand who you are, what your values are, what because again, it all comes from you. It all that you are every moment you walk, every person you see or speak, you are providing an example to them of who you are without even a word, just your energy. So that works in both ways, whatever it's, I had a a quick little, I was learning about biodynamic farming. I was taking a class and the gentleman teaching the class, he uh, had a mentor and his mentor had recently passed. And he said, when he went to his mentor's home and looked in his garden, there were herbs that started and plants that started growing because they could feel what he Mm. was deficient in as he was walking around Mm. the land or what was happening in his body. And so the earth was giving him what he needs. This, if if there's nothing else I could leave with you and with those who are listening, we are divinely guided Everything we need is for us always, always. Always. So your intention, your ideas (laughs) met with knowing that, the knowing and the trusting, it's all done. It's It's already done. 
Yes. It's already and, yes. I, I wish that there's a quote one of my favorite teachers, Guru Singh, says, and it's basically referring to that the words that I am to speak shall form on my lips and just how, you know, the people I am to meet, I already met. And just all of that is just the perfect unfolding. If you just allow yourself to surrender and get in the path that it's in most alignment for you, it's like, just see what happens and be yes. in wonder. Um, yes. See that um, Tara got disconnected. And as I said before, we're having some technical issues. So I'd like to ask you a final question. And you've answered this question, not specifically, but in different ways. Um, what do you feel that is your mission during this time? Mm. Right? You're here. And you spoke about the mission with the education and all of that. And you're so multidimensional. That's not the only thing that you do. Um, yeah. How how would you express that? What is my mission here during this very specific, important times? To be present. Mm. Really, in the present is how we create tomorrow. So being present, honoring that presence, allowing the four agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz is really at the forefront. I just did an ethics class with our group and to be impeccable with your word, to not make assumptions, to not take things personally and to do your best. So for me, the presence is embodying all that I know and all who've helped me with my knowing. Mm. So, mm. Right? Right? It's almost like I can't embarrass them. I can't not represent. And this is what I say in my prayer. I thank Source, Supreme Creator, for the breath and for the opportunity to be an example of divine light, love, blessings, gifts, all those who have supported me on my journey in the past and the present and in the future. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's, that's the mission. So then it means cutting out a lot. It means not being distracted. It means mm. stopping and meditating. It means breathing. It mm. means uh, really being aware. And there are times when I can't do it. And so I lay down in the bed. I have a dear mm. friend and we say, we're taking it to the bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Take it to the bed. Just lay Thank down. You. Thank don't you. fight. Don't fight yourself. Mm. Don't fight. We, You know, there's a lot of information. There's a lot going on. There's, you, you know, the practice is there. So we have to trust yes. the practice. Yes. Yes. Mm. Amen. I am so full and filled with so much delight from having had you mm -hmm. here with us sharing so beautifully, so, so deeply and just so mm -hmm. joyfully and mm -hmm. I'm deep gratitude for Dr. E for connecting. Yes, with she fantastic. Oh, <laughs> another, so another, good. another oh, amazing God. being, right? Oh, just the reverence oh, for yes. you know, just oh. all of it and I'm so glad you mentioned her, Liz. Again, Dr. Edith, very new to me, but not. It's it yes. is <laughs> and her gift is the gift that keeps giving. The clients I mentioned that I get to be so 
like such a great gift to me work with and on a level that I didn't think it would, the work was going to be about came through my opportunity working with Dr. Edith in Luminous Education. And so again, these sacred conversations are powerful. Powerful, yes. Powerful. And if we would get out of our own way, mm. we are in the right now creating something that's going to manifest 20 years from now, right? And we'll see the yeah. connection. Right. And that's what Waldorf education, that day to day of those 20 years with my kids showing up, be representing them, representing the community, learning and growing made me ready for the homeschool initiative pod exactly at the time that it needed to happen. So it's a level we have to trust. And that self-realization, it's the process of knowing yourself. And that's what the guru gave us. That process of knowing ourselves. Wow. What a blessing has been to share time, space, heart, and creation with you. And Tara is back. I just want to say while I can, I just want to say while I can, just, I just am in so much gratitude, really. I, I can't express it enough. This has just like Liz said, filled me up. And mm. always on all levels. So thank you. Really thank yeah. you from the bottom of my heart so much for all that you've shared with us today and just being showing up and being yourself and letting mm. source move through and guiding, guiding this conversation. It's been thank you, my dear. And I'm sending love to your sister or your friend <laughs> with little ones as they are on their journey. Yes. Right. Um, yes. and again, both you and Liz have blessed me with this opportunity to be in conversation, to share, to really um, serve in this way. It's, it's, this is what we have to do. And thank you for having a platform that this, this can happen. Yes. Always welcome back new projects, new awarenesses of things you would like to share and come, you know, um, fill our cups up and our audiences cup you're always welcome back yes. email away and um i want to come meet you because we're so close so we're gonna we're gonna Please. strategize something Please. here maybe maybe my little one comes sees the big ones doing their of course you know i mean so the possibilities welcome. are endless so, so welcome and they love the little ones too they are fantastic mentors <laughs> and, and really wonderful young beings mm-hmm. yes Yes. I'm not worried. I'm not worried. Oh, no. mm. yes, <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for being here today. Thank you for um, spending time with us. And we will see you next time. See you soon. Okay. <laughs> Bye. And if it freezes, it's just, it's too much energy, baby. <laughs> it's a lot of energy. Oh, my gosh. You guys are wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> She's frozen. There she is. Yeah, there. Okay.